Thank you for tuning in to The Business Cheat Code. I'm your host, Derek Richardson. Welcome back to The Business Cheat Code. I am Derek Richardson. And I'm Kiana Richardson. What? Oh my goodness. We have a very special guest on our show today. Kiana Richardson, my daughter, Kiki. (laughs) Say what's up to the people. Hey. Hey. So today we're going to talk about generational gaps in ideas and opinions And basically just how Generation Xers like myself are just so different than Generation Zs and even Millennials, uh, but how we can sort of feed off of each other and use ideas from different generations to help build businesses and really to build brands. I think that the young people these days are more interested in building a brand. Uh, At least that's what I see from the people that you follow and and from what you talk about. I try to listen to to what my kids are doing these days. Uh, I think that some of the older people in my age group are are still focused on building businesses, uh, traditional businesses. Of course, uh, I have an insurance agency. I also have a marketing firm. And so traditional clock in at nine, clock out at five, go to lunch at 12. And that's just a little different than what the younger people are doing to to make some money these days. Uh, quick note, this is the first business cheat code that is recorded. So if you're watching this on YouTube, this started it all. And really this sparked the conversation that we're going to talk about today um, as I was getting ready to record a podcast. Kiana says, Dad, why aren't you recording your podcast and putting them on YouTube and doing cross-platform marketing. And my answer to her, embarrassingly, was, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have a good answer, did I? Mm-mm. So, you know, it got me thinking, and, you know, you want to always sort of mimic success. I think that, uh, you know, if you're a basketball fan, Kobe Bryant did a pretty good job of mimicking Michael Jordan. There's videos Uh, all over the place of them side by side, you know, Jordan and Kobe. And even from the tongue out, from the jump shot, from the the way they play defense to everything, Kobe was just stealing what Michael Jordan was doing, and he had a pretty good career doing so. I've always been a fan of mimicking success, uh, and I try to use things that I've learned from other businesses or things that I see work in other businesses and implement those things into my businesses. And so really we got to talking and I said, huh, that's a good topic for a podcast, right? What could what could we steal from each other to help build our businesses or or in my case, my businesses and in her case, her brand as Kiana is trying to uh, become an influencer. That's what they call them, right? <laughs> yeah. They call them influencer. Talk to the people a little bit about what an influencer is and some of the terms that we hear, micro influencer, regular influencer. What is this influencer stuff about? So there's, um, when it comes to social media and entertainment, there's kind of three tiers. The first one is a micro-influencer. The second one is just an influencer. And then there's your flat-out famous people like the Kardashians, Drake, Rihanna. So micro-influencers are people um, who still have a large following compared to the average 
Um, however, don't have a huge following compared to like the famous people like the Kardashians. So a micro-influencer would have somewhere between 100 to 600K subscribers, followers, whatever, interact, like people who interact with them. Um, however, a regular influencer is more on the 1 million to 10 million, um, kind of in that area. Oh, wow. And then your famous people have 50, 100 million, um, just everyone wants to see them. So. so you're trying to build a business and you have a million followers. That's a good thing, right? Yes. I'm trying to get to a million followers as well. Uh, let's talk about how to get those subscribers or or we're even using different terms because I would call them clients. Uh, how I build my businesses through a client base or a book of business. We use traditional methods. Um, I have tapped into obviously social media with my podcast. Uh, obviously, I'm trying to reach the masses through my book, Go Play, the ultimate roadmap to winning the game of life, which can be purchased on Amazon <laughs> and Barnes and Nobles, by the way. Uh, I am trying to reach people through LinkedIn. Uh, and Facebook, those are really the only two big social media platforms that I use. But we use traditional methods. I mean, we are in both businesses, the insurance agency and Richardson Marketing Group, the marketing firm. We are going after our client base via the phone and via email. I mean, we are calling, uh, cold calling in some instances and, and telling them what we have to offer, signing up people for either a life insurance policy or a marketing plan, depending on the business following up with our current client base to get referrals, sending out emails, et cetera. Um, and that's really how we try to get, let's say, to a million subscribers or, or a million clients. What are the younger people doing to, to get those followers, to get those subscribers? And obviously, the more clients or subscribers or followers you have means more revenue. So what are the young people doing? Talk to, talk to us about that. So there's a couple different ways you can go about trying to get an audience or a following or a platform or whatever you want to, um, however you want to describe it. So the most common way is you have someone who a lot of people look up to, um, and then there are kind of branches from those people. So uh, a Kim Kardashian will create a trend or an Usher, Usher's kind of out of the time now, like a Drake, Rihanna, they'll create a trend or they'll kind of confirm what people want to see because everyone wants to see them. Then your influencers will kind of take up on those trends and kind of try to make it their own. So um, James Charles is a big name for influencers, whether you like him or not, he still has his name out there. He's still making revenue. He still has people watching him, whether they disagree or agree. And how he got famous was because he realized the change kind of in times and makeup and boys and makeup and um, fashion and everything. So we had people um, who would be in the famous category try elaborate looks and, you know, your AMAs and your um, Grammys, they'd have extravagant makeup on. And people started to notice that girls liked that and girls mm -hmm. would go home and try to recreate this makeup. So he saw the need for um, someone a little more relatable because you can't contact a Kim Kardashian. You can't contact a Rihanna um, who has this extravagant makeup on their face, but you can or you have a better chance of reaching someone like a James Charles. Gotcha. Gotcha. So when you talk about these influencers and you know, I have to back up and, and just tell a story really quick um, because YouTube is huge. For influencers, and again, uh, welcome and, and thanks for watching the first episode on YouTube. This is the 
uh, the episode that started it all. So hopefully we'll look back at this episode and see uh, see how much we've grown. But when we talk about these influencers on YouTube, how are they getting their followers? So let me sort of explain what uh, what I think you do as an influencer. I think you just put out content that people want to hear that maybe they haven't heard before. But you said something interesting. You said they sort of take an idea or an opinion and they make it their own. So it could be not even fresh content, just maybe a yeah. fresh spin on content. Is that correct? Yeah. So every so often um, a new trend will come up and there are original creators who make original content and then that original content becomes a trend. However, that's not the situation for most um, cases. So for most cases, what you do is you see a trend and you follow it. And that's how you kind of create an audience because they've already established that they want to see this. That's why it's a trend. So now you take it and you kind of put your own spin on it, kind of say, hey, I'm doing what you want to see, but this is how I do it. This is me. So do you like how I do it rather than how someone else does it? Or, you know, and then people kind of just stick to who they like. So um, you have people like I'll stick with James Charles just because I think people my age have definitely heard of him with all his controversies or videos or however you've heard of him. You definitely probably have. Um, definitely probably. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have. So what he's doing is he's seeing trends um, that little people. So someone with 600 followers will create a look and it'll be the most beautiful look that you have ever seen. But they only have 600 followers. So mm -hmm. not that many people see it unless they kind of try to put it out there. Um, however, the way that YouTube and Instagram works, it kind of just recycles the people that you always see until someone else comes up and then they're thrown in the mix. So that's kind of how it works. Um, so he'll see something that this, this person with little to no following does and he'll recreate it. And that's kind of putting it in a light where he has, I forget how many, I want to say 8 million, 12, I don't know, oh, wow. 8 to 12 million followers. So he's taking that thing that someone created and just putting it on a bigger platform. And then people see that and they just equate it to him. But really, he stole it. And that's kind of how business works. Yeah, mimicking uh, success, I would yeah. say. So, you know, I guess in, in traditional business and, and maybe some of the people that are listening here, entrepreneurs and business owners, uh, you know, it's almost like a mascot, like a flow for progressive, right? Flow is the face of progressive or the all-state guy, Mr. Mayhem, right, yeah. that we see on the commercials. But the younger people aren't necessarily watching commercials all like that anymore. I mean, I remember uh, several years ago walking into Kiana's room and her TV was just gone. It wasn't even there anymore. And I said, Kiki, where's your TV? And she said, under my bed. And I said, why is your TV under your bed? And she said, I don't need it. I said, oh, okay. Um, how relevant and how prevalent is YouTube and really all social media platforms? I think that I am missing out from not um, just posting anywhere and everywhere and all the time. Again, I, you know, my go-tos are LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, but the young people aren't doing LinkedIn and Facebook, or if they are, it's just a piece of the of the entire puzzle of what they're doing. How relevant is YouTube? How relevant are some of the other apps that we should be on and some of the other social media platforms that we should be on? Talk to us about really casting a very wide net when it comes to grabbing subscribers or grabbing clients. Mm -hmm. So as previously mentioned, you want to post anywhere and everywhere. So download as many social media platforms that come to your mind when you're looking and post on all of them because that allows you to grasp a wider audience just for the fact that not everyone has Instagram, not everyone has Twitter, 
but between the two, more people have one or the other than a group of people only having one, if that makes sense. So whoever misses it on Instagram might see it on Twitter. I've seen videos that have been viral on all platforms, but I've seen videos that if you aren't on a platform, you don't know what I'm talking about. So I'll mention something that went viral on Twitter. People who don't use Twitter will be like, what are you talking about? However, if they post on every social media platform, it kind of eliminates that gap. So when I say, have you seen this video? They're like, oh, yeah, I saw it on Instagram. Whereas I might have saw it on TikTok or on Instagram or something. TikTok? Yeah. (laughs) What is TikTok? So TikTok is like the uh, renovated Vine. So Vine kind of had its days. um, Vine was like the predecessor to Snapchat. I remember Vine. I was on Vine. That was fun. <laughs> so Vine died. Um, after Dang. Vine died, a lot of people were like, "Whoa, what happened?" Um, but the reality of it, they only kind of missed it once it was gone because it, their numbers were going down. They shut down for a reason. Um, TikTok, whoever the creator is, I don't know, saw an opportunity and they took it. They knew that vines were kind of too short. Like that six second mark is kind of not enough time. You want to rewatch it. You want there to be more. Whatever the case may be, it's just not enough time. But something like an IGTV or an Instagram TV, that's kind of too long. So like a 12-minute, you kind of lose our interest unless it's really interesting. But a lot of things aren't. Yeah. Um, so TikTok is kind of that perfect um, in-between. You can have up to a minute and you just put whatever you want to put out there. And people either like it or they don't. Hmm. So TikTok, what's the difference in TikTok and Snapchat? And can you use that to build a following? So TikTok, yes, you can. TikTok blew up this year. Um, you either love it or you hate it. I know some people who are like, I'm never downloading that. And I know some people who are like, I never get off of that. So it's kind of um, a love and hate thing. Um, but it really blew up because so many people were blowing up on the platform. So um, we're in a time where a lot of people have so much to say, but they don't have really anywhere to say it. So whatever social media platform comes out, if they're willing to put it there and they're willing to post regularly, they're willing to post trends um, while still maybe trying to create their own original content, um, it's kind of a good place to be to create a following because so many people are on it. Um, So I know some people on TikTok with 100K followers, and that's a lot, but there's some on TikTok with like 12 million followers. Oh, wow. That's a lot. So kind of just depends but yes all social media platforms have an opportunity for you to reach everyone within that platform so if you were a again a traditional business a sort of a brick and mortar business like we are you know we clock in at nine clock out at five etc what is the importance of social media what is the importance of tiktok or snapchat or even even instagram i'm not on instagram uh, maybe I should be. Again, my go-tos are LinkedIn and Facebook. But what are the importance of social media for a traditional business? And and then, two-part question, how does that then correlate to somebody who's just building themselves as a brand? So, personally, to answer the last part quickly, I think it's more important to build yourself as a brand rather than your business. However, that won't work all of the time. Um, but how I see it is I don't like pillows or let me think, give me a bit, Starbucks. Starbucks coffee. Yeah. yeah. So uh, something like Starbucks. Um, I don't know who the owner is. Do you? No. I don't. They didn't brand themselves, but it's still a top tier business. So I'm not saying that if you don't brand yourself, it's not going to work. 
I'm just saying that when you have people like the president, um, whichever president you want to link to, I'll talk about Obama. <laughs> so Obama, what he did is he's running a business. America is a business. It runs. It, it has people that make it come together. If something isn't working, uh, you know, it's a business. America's mm-hmm. a business. And what he did and what every president does is they brand themselves because people are more connected to other people rather than a business. So mm-hmm. I'm more connected to a Rihanna than I am to a roofing company, or I'm more connected to Dolan twins than I am to uh, whatever Dell or Apple. Like I don't have a connection to those, but I have a connection to people. And then once you obtain all these people's connection, once you relate to all these people, they're going to support you no matter what you put out. So if you put yourself in a situation where you build a following based off your personnel, based off because people think you're a great person, you're a genuine person, you have their best interests at heart, you get them thinking that it's true. Hopefully you want them to believe because that is the case. You have their best interests at heart. And then whatever you put out, they'll be willing to support it. So people like the Dolan Twins, they created a following and now they have merch and their merch sells out every time. That's a business now. That's right. Wow. Wow. So how do people like the Dolan Twins or uh, James Charles, uh, how do they get the following? Is it luck? Is it charisma? Is it content? Is it what? what, If if you had to tell me, okay, dad, we're going to get you to a million followers. Here's what you need to do from a young person's, a Generation Z perspective, uh, what would that be? So there's kind of a formula um, to going viral is what I would call it. Um, there's a lot of different bullets on this paper. You don't have to meet all of them. There are some people who don't meet any of them. There are mm-hmm. some people who meet all of them and they're not famous. Mm-hmm. So it, it really just depends. Um I never want to call it luck because I'm the person who, if you worked for something, I support what you worked for. Um, Just because you think that, oh, they blew up overnight. You don't know the work that they put in behind the scenes. I agree. In order to blow up in one night, in my perspective, if you blow up in one night, I'm like, oh, this person got so lucky. Like their video just went viral. But to this person who blew up, they're like, oh, my God, I've worked years for this. Finally. You know what I mean? So you really never know. Um, what I would say is you need to have relevance. So if, like I said, the trends, if you see something that's relevant, you want to somehow put yourself in that equation. Um, you want to see what people want and then create it and then give it to them because if people want it, they'll buy it. It just is a matter of fact of, will they buy it from you or somewhere, someone else? Mm. And that's where the brand comes in. So if you just, if I create a pillow and I claim it's the best pillow in the world, and then you create a pillow and they're both on the shelf, if my pillow has Rihanna's name on it, mm-hmm. and your pillow has nobody's name, but they're the same pillow, they're mm-hmm. going to choose Rihanna because she created a brand for herself. Sure, sure. That is that is powerful. I think that, uh, again, in, in, in traditional methods for my generation and, uh, and, and some of the people that I hang out with in my circle, we try to sell you into buying our product. Again, that's why we do so many things over the phone and in person and presentations and demos and et cetera. But products are selling themselves with these with these influencers. And so I definitely want to uh, maybe make myself an influencer. And in fact, uh, you said something that's powerful. It's a little off subject, but I was just thinking today, actually, uh, with building Richardson Marketing Group. I mean, mm-hmm. that business started with just me in my garage. Um 
blood, sweat, tears. Mm -hmm. And now we have 17 employees. We are the number one best place to work in Columbus, Ohio, 25 employees or fewer. We just got that award uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, a, a friend of mine who will, uh, I'll leave nameless, uh, literally was talking about uh, how I had it made now. Uh, he doesn't know the blood, sweat, and tears that went into building the businesses, the nights uh, that I didn't pay myself, the times that I wondered how I was going to make payroll to pay other people. Uh, he just doesn't know what the journey looked like. Um, and maybe I should have been recording the journey, and that could have been the brand. Maybe I'll start recording the journey now. Is that a good idea? Yeah. People are really invested in other people's stories, like I said, it's all about um, relevance and whether people can relate to it or not. And if you put out something that um, other people can relate to, most likely they'll watch it because they want to they hear kind of how you're going through the same thing that they're going through. There's a lot of people um, who have really useful, there's a lot of people who can create things that we, we need. There's a lot of people who are talented. There's a lot of people who are poets. There's a Michael Jordan probably in this neighborhood. But it's just a matter of fact is, do they brand themselves in a way where they set themselves up for success? And there's a lot of missed opportunities for people who are like, oh, social media is bad. And I don't want to be all on the Internet, all like that. Why wouldn't you want to be? Because in this world, you want to create yourself a platform. And it's just a lot easier to create yourself a platform where there is an audience because you can have a platform as tall as you want. But if there's no one watching you, is it really a platform? I would say no. I would say no. Well, this has been great. Um, you know, Kiana didn't want to be on my show. <laughs> she literally said no. I asked her several times, you want to be on my podcast? She said no. I said, why? Because we don't talk about the same things. So it's funny how, though we don't talk about the same things, I've learned a lot today from uh, what a young person uh, who's trying to build a business or build a brand is, is doing and can do to get themselves to the next level. Um, I'm learning with my YouTube channel, my first YouTube channel mm -hmm. here. So uh, again, what do you say? Hit like and subscribe. Is that what you say? <laughs> yeah. Hit like and subscribe below. I think oh is, 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 is that's what that's what we're going to say. Um, but I've learned a lot and I'm going to continue to listen to the ideas and opinions of, of different generations. Um, I don't know if you have any more questions. Um... <laughs> question. Um, I do have a question. Okay. So for me and for people my age, my friends, my siblings, um, when they see someone who isn't in tune with social media, their automatic thought isn't, oh, they're limiting themselves. Or if they, if we see someone who does have um, social media intelligence we don't automatically look at them and say, oh, they're going to be so much more successful because of this. Mm -hmm. So how did you start thinking like, oh, maybe there's a connection because that's not something that's said, even though it's there. Like I just explained the whole connection that it has. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something that's talked about um, within my age group, at least, because mm -hmm. that's all we know. Right. So all we know is social media. So we don't even think like, Oh, people who don't have it are limiting themselves. So how did you come to kind of realize the limit, the limitations that you were setting on yourself because you weren't kind of in the social media world? Well, that's a great question. So it started with, uh, with my book sales, go play the ultimate roadmap <laughs> to winning the game of life, which can be found on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. 
Um, you know, as you try to see a published author doesn't mean you write a book and it's just out there. A published author means you have a book and then you got to go sell it. And since I'm in sales and I have been in sales since I've been 14 years old, I thought it would be easy to go sell a book. Um, what I found was it's it's a different sell, right? It's a different sell to pick up the phone and call my clients and say, hey, I just wrote a book. Do you want to buy it? Um, what would be easier, in my opinion, is if I had a platform or if I had subscribers that wanted to hear more what I had to say and then they bought the book. So it started with book sales. But as with everything I do, I sort of dissect and um, and really um, just break down what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. And I figured that if this could sell a book by trying to get out there and, again, spread that wide net of uh, and try to grab as many people, clients, subscribers as possible um, for a book, what else could I sell? Once I have the followers what other products or content could I get out there that people would relate to? And obviously the bottom line, and this is the business cheat code, so uh, we don't do this for free. You know, mm -hmm. the, the bottom line is revenue and showing you how to build revenue. So I think that, um, you know, the information that I have, you know, up here and the, and the experience I have building these businesses will help a young person, an entrepreneur, a business owner to build a business, to, to, to the, 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 the foundation of the business, but there's probably another way or a different way or a newer way to get the clients and the subscribers and the followers. And those are uh, some of the things that social media is really good at. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously I know the the influence of social media. Um, and, and I think it's just one of those things that just the light switch went off and said, hey, you should be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anything else for me? Well, this has been awesome. Tell the people where they can find you. So I also have a podcast. I only have one episode up currently, but I'm working on it. Um, my podcast name is Reflections. It's based off of a poetry book that I'm trying to work on. And then the first episode is called Sincerely Black People Part One. It just kind of talks about racial slurs. Um, and I plan to make more podcasts on that. My Instagram is Kiana2019. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to make a name for myself too, because like I said, uh, people have money that they're willing to give you. It's just a matter of fact is, do they want to give it to you? And do they want the product and is the product a product or is the product you? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's our next podcast is the product you. <laughs> this has been the business cheat code. Thank you, Kiana, for joining us and make sure you tune in next time as well. That's all for this episode. Again, I'm Derek Richardson. Tune in next time for more Business Cheat Codes.